Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, people. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is Season 3 of Better Let Let Me Tell tell you. You. Friday, and today is DJ's birthday. I can't believe it. <laughs> yes, it is my birthday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 131. Are you happy? See, that's that's my gift to you, is to get us out of the 20s. Out of know, the 120s. Right? Your, happy birthday. You're welcome. <laughs> You're, yes. <laughs> First off, thank you to all of our listeners who wished me a happy birthday on Instagram. That was very, very nice and kind of all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it is my birthday. Let me ask you something. And again, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 131. Which, by the way, you have a gift coming. It's something that I've been wanting to get you for a while, but it was part of Target's deal days. Oh, it's not Mariah Carey. No. Hello. If I'm going to get you Mariah Carey, that's, I mean, come on, that's Christmas. No, no. That's Christmas gift. I mean, like. Nope, nope, nope. While I love All I Want for Christmas is You, it's not my favorite Christmas no, song no. of hers. I know it's not, but I'm just saying, how perfect. Mariah comes out of a Christmas box at Christmas. I mean, come on. You know. The gift wraps no, itself. No, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because everybody's going to be like, oh my God, All I Want for Christmas is You. No, this is my moment and she's mine. Okay. So, okay. no. I will, okay. You, you, under, you understand, I, I get right? it. I get it, yes. Yeah, I'm not sharing her with everybody else. Right, like, right. <laughs> it's, you already share, you know, Christmas with Tristan's birthday. Yes. Like you're not, no. Now you're not going to share Mariah no. too. Right. <laughs> well, there's so many things I want to tell her. <laughs> But anyway, so everybody, again, thank you for the birthday wishes. So let me ask you something. Um, has let, Let's talk about birthdays. Or as Mariah would say, anniversaries. Anniversaries, yes. As you've gotten older, do birthdays, like the feeling of birthdays, have they changed for you? I still love my birthday. Okay. Like to me, I'm still that guy who... I mean, probably not the same as I did when I was like, you know, 22 or whatever, but I still get excited about like, you know, my birthday's coming up because, you know, today that's all about me. <laughs> so, you know, it's it, like you just said, it's the one day out of the year where it's like, sure, you share it with some other people, but you don't know all of them. Right. So it's, you know, it's about me and 
Andy Warhol, Jerry Hollowell, and Lucille Ball. Right. Oh, so it's about me and Agustin Palma. Yes, exactly. And I think, uh, no, Usher's birthday is tomorrow. Yeah. And Lourdes Leon's birthday was yesterday. Oh, Mira. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. But but yeah, I mean, I get I I get excited about it from that perspective. And, you know, any for me, any excuse to to get together with, with you guys and family and friends and like mm-hmm. that, like, you know, makes me happy. So from that perspective, yeah. I agree with all, with, with everything you said. But for me, it has. I become... Leading up to my birthday, like a few days before, I become really melancholic about it. Mm-hmm. That um, happened to me with my 40th. And and I have to say that even the holidays. I, I Really? Yeah, I do. I do. And and I, it's funny because I don't really have a reason to. I just, you know that I'm the type of person that I'm. You're a very reflective person. I'm extremely reflective to a yeah. detriment. And I always think that like. This is one of the reasons why New Year's, I've never cared for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Never. I'm okay on January 1st, I'm good. And you're and you're pro-party, because pro you party. used to have New Year's parties right. at your, and, and, at your and, apartment right. in the Marina Blue, right? You're right. It's not that I, I, I guess, I'm, I'm a total trooper. Right. You're not anti-New Year's. Right. right. But like, I started thinking like, I'm older, my parents are older, you know, people in your life are older, you start thinking of Yeah, we're at things. that age too. No, I've always thought that. Always, really? Always. I've always thought that. Oh, wow. I've always been very reflective. That's that's like, that was one of the reasons that like when we were in high school mm-hmm. and we were seniors in, in high school, I was so like, okay, we have to take this moment in. We have to right. photograph. This is this, one of the reasons why, well, if you really want to get into like uh-huh. th- the background of it, why I'm slightly obsessed with photography and why right. I'm always taking pictures everywhere. Well, you did the same thing my last night living in New York. Yes. In Times Square. Yes. Yes. You literally plopped me in the middle of Times Square. You grabbed me by my shoulders and you like rotated me like a clock. Yes. It's just like, take this all in. Right. Because yeah. so many times in life we don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that. And and that's one of the reasons why, and you could tell our audience, I've been taking <laughs> phones and stuff. So, I've been taking pictures and selfies before that was a thing. Yeah. It, we didn't have a name back then. I used to have <laughs> one of those pocket, you know, pocket sized cameras and everywhere. I mean, from the and time. disposable ones too. From the time we were in high school, anything that we did, whether it was going out to dinner, hanging out at a friend's house, going to Disney, I have Everything photographed. Mira. La gente dice que Elizabeth Taylor is the world's most documented woman. But you know what? I think that if we pulled together all the pictures that we yep. have, yep. we're going to have, she's going to have serious competition. Yeah. yeah. Because to me, to me, like everybody takes pictures of like birthday parties and weddings and baptisms and bar mitzvahs and right. you know all that type of stuff, but what which about- is wonderful, which is wonderful. Yeah. But I think that as you grow older, it's the everyday mundane things. Yeah. That are you as life changes and people come and go from your life, you're gonna really miss the most. Well, my favorite photos ever that you, I think you have them or you took mm-hmm. them is the one where we were in the supermarket in Chicago. Yeah, like that's fun. just it's random. There's shenanigans. There's no but, but rhyme fun. or reason, but it was just us but goofing fun. around. And, and those those are the type of pictures that I love. That I love. And now, obviously, with camera phones, yeah. it's it's much easier. But to like kind of different too. I feel like it's almost like back then there was, I don't want to say a novelty to it, but looking back at those pictures, I feel a little more. Well, the not, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Back then there wasn't an instant gratification. Right, right. You know, you used to take pictures. And you didn't know how it was going to come out till you got right. there. And <laughs> even, even I would say even with digital cameras, like I, I find I shoot much more with the phone, even when I had a dig- digital yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, to, to take it back in terms of birthdays, I become, like, extremely reflective. Like, I think about, like, you know, like, when I was a kid and, and my birthdays and, like, it's 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 becoming so long already, you know? Like, I, I think also especially when you're very in touch with your inner child mm-hmm. and I am, like, I am, like, when I close my eyes... I still think of me as like a eight year old, like that kid. Yeah. To me, that's it's a thing, like that kid. Oh yeah, like the the me I see in the mirror, like I know it's me, but that's not who I think of when I think right. of me. So like, yeah. I, I think that as time goes, you start to see that you start becoming detached from that child, right? And you kind of look at him like independently, like oh my gosh, like. I wish I could tell you so much. Oh my gosh. Like, like, a, like a, this other person. Yes. And like, to me, that's how I feel around my birthday. Um, 
So I, I become very like reflective and very like almost sad. And I start to think like, I start like thinking like, but why am I sad? Like I'm so fortunate, you know, right, there's so right. many things I'm fortunate about, but why am I sad? And it's just like, you know, it's like the, the passage of time, you know, it's yeah. time. Time is a, a, it's a hard thing. It's, it's a hard thing. And no, you I, know. I, I, I agree. And I think, you know, as we get older, we, we, we view it, dif- we view it even harder. You know what of I mean? Of course. As, as it we, becomes harder every yeah. year. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, as different people come and go from your life, yeah. it becomes even harder. Yeah, yeah. And that's life. You know what I mean? That doesn't make just, it easier. <laughs> that's, it, but it doesn't make it easier. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I always feel about my birthday listeners. Is that how you feel about your birthday? But you know what I was thinking about? What? When I turned 22 um, a few years back. <laughs> BC, before Corona. That's all you need before to know. Corona. It was before Corona. I That's turned it. 22 before, before Corona. Corona. Remember when I had that really big party at my parents' house? The one that we all vomited blue? Yes. And you helped me mulch the backyard? I did. Actually, my favorite. Ma- oh, yeah. Me, I do a lot of manual labor for you people. Oh, yes. And you have an, I'll have a whatever. But you know what I, I love? So... My, you know, obviously, Ishmael's known my mom since we were kids, yeah. and my mom's a very serious and reserved person. Yes, <laughs> like extremely. Yes, I mean, she's very nice. She's very, but she's not like you don't walk into a room and 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 your mom isn't just like you know, oh, the life of the party, right? Oh, it's Mary, just, look at Mary. right, like she's oh not gonna God. hang from a chandelier. No, no, no. no, no. no. My mom's very like. Así uno se comporta. Right. But I remember that that day, <laughs> she must have had an edible somewhere. <laughs> They were giving out edibles at Publix and she didn't know about it. Because that day she was all over the place. Taquenda. She, she came was... out with like fake teeth and everything. And I'm no, like, no, 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 no. She was like Alicia Keys. That girl was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Ay, fun times, fun times. So, speaking... speaking of, on, I don't know where this is going to go. With the <laughs> depressive... Going with the theme of what, yes, this is episode 131 where, you know, brought to you by Xanax, where we're going to make you cry. Um, you know, what really affected me this week. Um, it just, it really, really like, well, so much so that a few days later, I'm still thinking about it. The news of the singer from the wanted Tom Parker. Oh, that's so sad. So, if you guys remember the band The Wanted, uh, maybe you don't remember the name, but I'm sure you remember the song. Right, right. Glad you came. Uh, I'm glad uh, you yeah. came. Oh, wait, no, I, I was, I was, com- you, were, I was you, were gonna, you were doing a medley because you were into Chasing the Sun, came. right? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> But that song, The Sun Comes Up. That's a good song. That is a good song. I'm glad you came. Yeah. They were essentially in sync to One Direction's Backstreet Boys. Yes, but they never. They only had a couple of. But in the same, in the sense that they were the more like dancey one. Yeah, and One Direction yeah. was the more singer. Well, one. he's thirty three years old. He has a. Ba- he's married and he has a baby, yeah. and his wife is currently pregnant. And they diagnosed him with neoblastoma, which is the same cancer John McCain had, which is an in- oh, wow. inoperable brain cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, there really is very little treatment. Well, to they told it. them it's terminal. It's it's, a, it's, terminal, it's terminal, but it's like terminal, like a year. It's not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like other forms of cancers that are terminal, but at least you get to live three, four, five years. Yeah, no, this you know? is yeah, this is like you're done within a year. Yeah, and that's just so awful, so young, so young and so awful. With a, uh, it just that actually that news like, I was thinking about it all week because mm-hmm. you know like this young guy, you know he has a new family. That's something obviously you're looking yeah. forward to. I'm sure he has money. You know, from yeah, his I mean, he's pop got star his, days, yeah, yeah. and and you know, seemingly has everything in the world, and you know, and talk about a curveball. That's why the most important thing is la salud. La salud. It's your health. It's, it's your health. It's the one thing that you cannot replace. You can, you know, you can do things to better it I'll and never improve forget it. But that you can't one of the it. one of the times that I like, I really like liked Jennifer Lopez. I was like, okay, you know what? I like her. Was when she did uh, the diary of Jennifer Lopez. This is. You on think MTV. You, know? you have, you have no, no idea. idea. This is the diary of Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> um, I remember she said something along those lines. Yeah. She was like, you know, if you and your family are healthy, you are okay. Like, you're okay. That's true. Everything like, else everything is, else is, is, is a challenge. You can yeah. get over it. You or you something to super dad. So yeah, I thought that was I Chico, take me out of this funk. Well, what, what do you have to tell me? Okay, so I have something that's I mean, total other swing, you know. <laughs> so Halloween's around the corner. As we know, in this year, Halloween's a little wonky, a little different. But in an effort 
to basically combine, you know, really a lot of things that we love about, you know, Halloween and things that have made an impact this year. Um, this year for Halloween, you can dress up as a sexy hand sanitizer. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you have a picture of that? <laughs> I do have a picture of it. Is it a it? bottle? It's, <laughs> so it's, um, listeners, it's pretty much just a, um, what's there? It's literally just a like a bathing suit that says like hand sanitizer, oh gosh, oh and then it has like a vinyl skirt. We'll this post a picture is, of it. This is a thing, but but you know that's one more to add to the sexy costume. I think that my phenomenon. favorite sexy costume is a sexy shower curtain. <laughs> well, this kind of looks like a sexy shower curtain, but with like see because branding those, those sexy costumes. It's like okay, do a group of people get together and say okay, what are we making sexy? Right, a sexy bottle opener, right, a sexy spoon. <laughs> Sexy paperclip. Uh, oh my gosh. Can you imagine Clippy? That's exactly what I thought. Clippy. Like Clippy being all seductive. Just being like, hey, you need some help there? <laughs> no, we could have like an office supply line. Like oh. sexy whiteout. Oh, sexy staple remover. Sexy post-its. <laughs> sexy letter opener. Ooh. <laughs> Ink blotter. Oh. <laughs> oh. Saddest part is, ladies and gentlemen, these things probably, probably are, <laughs> if they don't exist already, they will after we've said them out yeah. loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Se- sexy hand sanitizer. Yeah. You know why not? I mean, why not? Right at the end of the day, it, it, it's you know it's the joke, right? But it, the, what I actually found a little disappointing was there was no cleverness to the execution, though. It's literally just like you know a one piece bathing suit with a vinyl skirt, like. Right. You know, if you're going to go all out, like, maybe they could have done, like, a little headband with, like, the pump. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Like, go mm-hmm. a little, give it a little tweak, you know? Wow. Yes. I could just imagine. Actually, you know what? That 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 sets me into, a, like, a topic within that. So, I always love when you go to Party City and you see all these costumes. Mm-hmm. Like, the models. I'm like, okay. These models obviously <laughs> are recruited they're from, from an, an agency. agency yeah 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 so like when you book that job do you get home and be like hey mom dad or friend i got booked to be the, the sexy the, the hand jailbird sanitizer. the jailbird that they're gonna use in the cover best part is when you probably get booked to be like the off-brand things so you know you're not booked to be wonder woman you're booked to be like you know wonderful lady superhero <laughs> yes <laughs> you yes, know because like, yes. it's like that's not the officially licensed right, one right right and i love i love the ones for the wigs you know like they're great the names it's like, like 70 shagwig yeah it's like 80s uh 80s teen heartthrob but but i always think that i'm like these these people are models clearly yeah i mean they're right so like when they go home and they're like book the gig. So, so honey, which what did you book today? Oh, I booked. Uh, <laughs> I booked you know, se- sexy seventy shaggy wig model. Like, yo, as long as the check clears. No, that's true. That's as long as the check clears, knock yourself out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. Oh, now I want listeners. If any of you are models who have appeared on any of these things, please feel free to reach out to us and send us your picture. I think that one of my like that'd be such great. clever clever costumes was um when i worked at adp so mm-hmm. i worked at adp um the payroll company mm-hmm. during my college year so i worked there for about five years and a great company to work for by the way and the 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 office down here in miami that i worked with was very competitive during halloween like oh there was one of those don't you remember like, no yeah yeah when i worked at carnival it was the same thing like like this was yeah. like you know like, every team had to do its yes, decorate and, and we went every team would yeah. go out yeah and i remember one time that there was this guy who he had a white wig with like curls mm-hmm. Like, like, a, like, curls, a, oh, like, I was just like a judge, grandma curls. Oh, okay, okay. He had a blue dress, okay, pearls, and twigs were coming out of the dress. Twigs were like coming twigs. out of the dress. Okay, wait, let me see if I can figure this out. Short <laughs> hair, short, like grandma hair, yeah. a blue dress, yeah, and twigs, twigs like coming out, like large, like coming, twi- like coming out of like a yeah. stomach area yeah. type of thing with like leaves. He was Barbara Bush. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant yeah. that was amazing <laughs> I hope you won something yeah. I remember that one year so at ADP we were very into um, um, oh 
What were we into? We were into decorating our costume or decorating <laughs> our departments. Okay. Because the winner, we would, would the winner would get a lunch at the Capitol Grill. Like oh, the whole no. department. Oh, yeah. the no, ADP wasn't playing. Shit. Oh, yeah, that's then, great. ADP was not playing. Oh yeah, do you know where our Christmas parties were at? They were a black tie affair at the Biltmore. Damn. Yeah. Gina. Yeah. So you know, if your department won, By you, you got a prize. You got Capitol Grill. I can't to Capitol Grill. So I was always upset because IT would win. Because, Why? Because always? I, yeah, IT would win every freaking year. Because IT, okay, okay the IT um, area was like when you would get there, it kind of looked like um, like a launching, like a space kind of launch thing behind like, glass. Like NASA. Yes. Okay. So that led itself to so oh, many they teams. were they were in a fishbowl essentially. Yes. And and all the high tech stuff. So like one year they were like 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh wow. Another year they were Alien, you know, and they had the scene when the thing comes out of and I was like, "No, this is unfair." <laughs> You know, we have That's a, a square area with cubicles. Yeah, like, in the middle of like, you know, a bunch of hallways. One year, like one year I got so upset because we we did, my department did Wizard of Oz. Aww. And I was totally the person who, who did it. You coordinated everything? Everything. And I completely, in, I enclosed the freaking department. I bought, I bought these panels of not a sheetrock, but a styrofoam. <gasps> okay. That okay. are huge. This that are like, like 11 by like 4 feet. Okay. So I enclosed the thing. I brought a door in a frame. Where the hell did you get a door in a frame? At Home Depot. Oh, okay, okay. I brought a door in a frame because okay. I wanted when you got there for it to look like the inside of the um, of the cabin. And then it, and when you got oh, so there. So black and white and then to color. Sephia. And we painted okay. everything in different tones of brown. Like the bed was all messed up yeah. and all that. So then when you opened the door. It's color. It would all colorful. Okay. So then I started from the first floor. I got yellow. Um, I got yellow paper to, and I photocopied it to make it look like bricks. Okay. So I started the yellow brick road. We had a Munchkinville land. I built an Emerald City and freaking IT still won. What, would they, what did they have? That year, they yeah, had Alien. They had Alien, and they had the whole scene of when the you know the thing came out of the guy's stomach. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have something bursting out of somebody's body, I guess. So, listeners, if you had actually dropped the house on a woman, though, you probably would have won. <laughs> no, and we even had a girl that dressed up like you know um, Dorothy. Do- no, we had all the characters. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody dressed up. Like I am watching you like relive this as yes. I'm seeing you describe it. Yes. Like your face is changing. Like if you could go back in time was, right now, you would okay, demand a recount. I remember <laughs> it was the middle of the day and I walk in with a door. And I remember my boss was like, you brought a door. I'm like, yes. She's like, you know, my boss was like, you do realize that with the money you've spent, you could go have dinner on Capitol Hill. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not the point. Like, we are winning. <laughs> it's not about what the cost is. It's about the, the honor of the win, damn it. And it was so good. It was oh so God. good. And we still freaking lost to freaking IT, whatever. IT's probably still winning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter. Mi gente, we know this year's already been plenty scary. But there's always room for ghosts and brujas. This year, the ghouls and goblins are gathering at the Horrorland, South Florida's first 100% drive-through haunted house attraction. On select dates from October 1st through October 31st, Halloween, you can experience 35 chilling minutes across seven haunted house themes from Alice in Horrorland to Christmas Nightmare. No, hasta la crisma are getting in on the spooky fun this year. And all from the safety of your car, para que no te dé la corona. Starting at less than 50 bucks per car, tickets for the Horrorland drive through Haunted House must be purchased in advance at www.thehorrorland.com. So gather up your wolf pack or your ghoul friends and experience the Horrorland, South Florida's safest, spookiest attraction this Halloween season. Hey everyone, it's DJ, and it's not an exaggeration to say that 2020 has been literally just a little nuts, right? Pero that's no reason to let your nuts go wild. Bueno, Manscaped is here to help. 
Look, we've been telling you about Manscaped and their line of products all year long, specifically Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 Hair Trimmer. But they've got a lot more products for you down there. Manscaped's Crop Care Kit is the ultimate hygiene pack for your dirty bits. The Crop Care Kit includes the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, no explanation there. The Crop Reviver Ball Toner with a touch of aloe, you know, for smoothness and freshness. And the Crop Mop Ball Wipes for when you need a quick refresh, you know, after a long and steamy, humid day in Miami. And the Foot Duster Foot Deodorant. Because, you know, us guys, our feet always kind of sort of stink. Unless you're always in chancletas like me. But anyway... All free of sulfates, dyes, and parabens, so your boys are in good hands. So use promo code PERO20 at manscaped.com to get 20% off your order and free shipping. 20% off to keep your balls fresh, huh? Bueno, pues claro. So visit manscaped.com today and use promo code PERO20 for 20% off the crop care kit or any other purchase. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So many years <laughs> Not at all, later. At all, clearly. <laughs> clearly. So, listeners, does your department oh, um, deal with Halloween shenanigans? Yeah, I mean... I not this year because this know, it's year, coronavirus. Yeah, this year. <laughs> this year you're having Publix orange cupcakes in, in the lounge where everybody goes separately to go get one. I or will, you have I, one on Zoom. I'm good. <laughs> everybody go you get a five dollar gift certificate so you can go buy your own cupcake yeah. and then you all enjoy it together. Yeah. That just made me sad to say that out loud. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> Halloween twenty twenty. No, and you know you what, what I'm wondering though? It's like Christmas. Like because no, how wait, are they doing Christmas? We get to parties? Christmas. Do you know what the biggest most terrible like joke is that Halloween this year is on a fucking Saturday. I know. It's on a Saturday. I know. Listen, so I'm said, pissed. Somebody said, well, no. you know, Halloween in 2020 was on, on a Tuesday, Tuesday mm. or a Wednesday. Okay, whatever. It's on Saturday. A, a Saturday. It was Saturday. made for parties. You know? I am so upset because minimum there would have been two parties this year that I would have gone to. Well, you ain't going to nothing. I ain't going to nothing. That's okay because of quarantine. I'm chubby. So, you know, I, you know, I wore spandex in Halloween. Yeah, I mean, you've pulled off greater feats. <laughs> I'm sure you would have figured a way out of making it work. Even if I would have been behind you pulling the string. Being like, Push! <laughs> Little Cinderella with her sisters. Push. So, yeah, Halloween 2020. Oh, what could have been? What could have been? What could have been the great Halloween parties on Saturday with all the Tiger... tiger, All the Tiger King, King costumes. costumes. All, uh, I'm getting upset now. I, I'm, I've been telling you, we've talked about this in three or four episodes. Can you imagine th- how many freaking amazing Tiger King costumes we missed we out on? We missed out on? Everybody's different interpretation of... Um, a, Carol Baskin and Joe a, Exotic. Uh-huh. And I was going to call him Johnny Mnemonic. También. <laughs> Joe Exotic, you know? <laughs> and like his two straight husbands, you know? like Yeah, just all of it. Yeah. All of it, all of it. So 
<laughs> just think like if you don't have teeth that's it half of the costume oh, is you're there. halfway there yeah that's yeah. true and it would have been great because people that have like certain you know amputees could have you know been part of it too you know there was something for everybody or, and I don't mean that in a laughing way I mean I mean like literally like, there like, was something for everybody that, the cast of characters in Tiger King no and, matter. And, and if not, you know, you probably could have gotten to Party City and gotten some off-brand, you know, feline royalty man, uh, you know, accessories. That would, that would have been interesting to see. <laughs> How they would have pulled that off. Nah, it's a, it's a mullet. <laughs> it's a mullet and... Uh, the <laughs> I just think it's wonderful that Carol Baskin did a song from Cats on Dancing with the Stars. She All three of her songs were of uh, of cat-related she did What's New Pussycat? If she would have been there another week, she would have done the Do We Are Siamese, if you please. She did Eye of the Tiger, and she did The Lion King. Oh. I didn't know there were this many cat songs terrible. to do. Terrible. terrible. But you know what? Good for her. Terrible. Good for do you her. like this season so far? So far, I'm really enjoying the season. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying the season, but it's. I think we're still at that point where there's so many people that, like, I'm still surprised when I'm watching it that I'm like, I gente. Because it's like, and then it's people that I don't really know. So I'm like, oh, this cheerleading lady again? Oh, she's still here. Okay. She's good. She's okay. No, no, no. I mean, her, her, like, from cheer. Oh, no, no. But I'm saying, as far as the dance, she's okay. Oh, that's another disappointment. The cheer, the thing with uh, with this. Yeah. And there's all the show, so I don't have any. You didn't see cheer? No. I mean, I can't love Bring It On, but no. Oh my gosh, Cheer was great. So Cheer came out earlier this year. Was it this it, year or last year? No, I think it was this year. Well, you know what? I don't know. Like, that's why. That, that, that's why like, I ask. I'm like, this. Uh, who knows? Um, it could have been ten years ago. That's true. But Cheer came out recently. Recent, recent, yes. In yes, the yes. recent, within the last year, it must have because if not, they wouldn't cast this lady. And um, it was on Netflix, and it was about a cheering squad in um i forgot the name of the college but it was one of these like ultra navarro. competitive navarro yes because it bothers me that they're always like navarro and i'm like roll the r's navarro and one of the um one of the kind of favorite of the kids the, the, the standout characters who was on the show jerry harris he um he got in trouble for like yes, pedophilia like that's some serious shit and, like, we're not talking and drunk it driving. was it was a shame because like a lot of the people that came out on the show, you saw their backstory. So they, they were very humanizing, right. you know, in terms of, you know, this is just not a person in a reality show. It's not and, a real housewife situation. And he had like, you know, pretty, they all did like pretty awful or challenging childhood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they came to this wonderful, like, sí, yes, uh, moment. And, and he was like the favorite. So it was, just, it was really sad to... To see something like so that. It was very dis- it was a disappointment. Not sad, a disappointment, you know, that mm-hmm. that that's the case. But oh okay, you know, me and the Psalm Yeah, seriously. Good lord, yeah. man. Didn't, you had cake earlier okay, today. Why haven't they done a reboot of Mama's family? I mean, come on. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier today. So there's gonna be a reboot not a reboot. They're gonna continue Dexter. I saw that as a limited series. It's yeah, thank back. God. You know why, right? Because the ending was horrible. Was I never horrible. saw that show, so I don't know. That show that show was like Game of Thrones. It was Amazing, amazing. And the last season sucked. Season after season after season, it was great. And then at the very end, Mm -hmm. like the last season, but like middle to last season, Mm -hmm. it was like, what's going on here? Are like kindergartners writing the story? Después que se fue la esposa. Like after after the actress who played his wife left the show is when it kind of started. she never left the show. Deborah? The actress who played his wife? Julie. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Because him and his sister were yes, married yeah, in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not his, not the lady who, who was his wife in real life. I'm yeah. talking like the, when, when. Yes. yes. Right. Well, she was killed off. Oh, well, I was trying to be spoiler free, but no, whatever. That shows it's old, old it's enough, not, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, she was killed off. I think season four, but I didn't. I she was a. I liked her character a lot, mm-hmm. and I was very upset when they Julie killed Benz. her off. That's yeah, right. Julie Benz when they killed her off. But I could see it how it and it. You know, with the progression of the mm-hmm. trajectory of the storyline, I was okay with it. The end was just awful. And, you know, that was one of those shows that as I was watching it, mm-hmm. and I loved it, I'm thinking, like, how are they going to end this? 
Right, what's the end game here? Because is he going to get away with all of this? Right, like, because ultimately he's a serial killer. He is you, a serial you, you killer. can't you can't like, just going to get yeah. away with all of this or like we're not going to find out or like right, nobody right. cares or like what's going to happen here? And because then, he's he is a villain at the end yeah, of the day. He turns into a lumberjack. And Well, that's what happens with serial killers who keep going. Yeah. So why don't we have a remake of Mama's Family? Um I think because at this point Vicky Lawrence looks too close to Mama. In real life, <laughs> so it's the, even so, better. so the even joke better. is not there even anymore. Better. We could, we could. Okay, but was that really part of the joke? Well, you know, the, the part of the fun, shall we say, is because when she started doing the mama character, it was on Carol Burnett's show when she was like in her twenties. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the, listeners, have you guys seen Mama's Family? <laughs> what I think is great is that that show ran through the like it ran. I think it ended like ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it went off the air for a while, and then it came yeah. back in first run syndication. Yes. Yeah, um, it was like a Charles in charge. <laughs> and, yes, and and that show it was it really is hilarious. I love that show. I, I love that show. I know it's a stupid ass show, but I love that show. Yeah. So again, why aren't we redoing Mama's Family? So speaking of reboots, um, so there was a little bit of a kerfuffle this week with Charmed. Um, you well, I know you remember Charmed. The original. Of course, I I, lo- I love the original. It's so fun. Uh, on. I didn't like it after Shannon Dory left, but whatever. It was okay. I mean, it was fun. It was a fun show. It kept going, you know, what have you. Well, you know, there's a reboot. I don't know mm-hmm. if you knew that or not. No, I didn't. There, so it's actually on its third season now. It's currently about to start its third season, I think. Um, it was rebooted again. Charmed isn't that old no. to have a reboot, but it's, um, it's you know, the three sisters now are all, like, women of color. It's, like, I think two of them identify as Latina. One, I think, is Afro-Latina. So, you know, okay. it's, a, it's a little more modern or what have you. So, apparently, though, earlier this week, um, literally on Monday, Holly Marie Combs, who's one of the original stars, posted a picture, um, sorry, a video of, <laughs> posted a video of Rose McGowan. Uh, laughing and saying, and I'm looking for the actual quote because they were answering a fan question on social media about the original series leaving Netflix. So, you know, what were their thoughts about the original leaving Netflix? And so Holly Marie Combs said, I think it means when you search for it, they want you to find the new Charmed and not the old people. To which uh, Rose McGowan said, but it sucks. I haven't seen it. I can't say that. I've never seen it. But I'm happy that people have jobs, but it can still suck. And in the past, you know, they've come out the, the original girls have come out and said, you know, we don't need a reboot, but, you know, good luck to everybody and, you know, enjoy your success or what have you. Well, after that, one of the stars of the new version, um, and I'm looking for her name. She was she played uh, Jennifer Lopez's daughter on the Shades of Blue mm-hmm. show, um, Sarah Jeffrey. So she responded saying that, oh, damn it, I can't find it. Here you go. You know, I saw this earlier. And I refrained from saying anything. I thought better to just let them shout into the abyss. But I do want to say, I find it sad and quite frankly pathetic to see grown women behaving this way. I truly hope they find happiness elsewhere and not in the form of putting down other women of color. I would be embarrassed to behave this way. Peace and love to y'all. Now, I have my opinions about that entire approach and about everything that that Sarah Jeffrey said. But I'm going to pass it to you. Well, and Rose McGowan has since come out and said, had her piece, and Holly Marie Combs, literally Holly Marie Combs, came out and just said like that's some bullshit. Um, so I don't know about, uh, enough about this argument mm-hmm. um, to have like an informed opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of things going on here. I think, I think that the moment that you have, okay, actually no, this is multi layered because sometimes you know the whole thing of pitting women against women mm-hmm. is a tr- very true thing. Correct. Um, but you also don't That's a very like true everybody. thing. Now, I think two women or two sets of women can have a legitimate argument and disagreement. Right, and, you don't have to love all that. Yeah. You know, and it has nothing to do with them being women. Right. So, again, I don't know too much about the... I'm, I'm hearing mm-hmm. this about, about right it now, for yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time. Um, obviously, you can make an argument of that, you know, they pulled out the race card or the color card um, and maybe legitimately their criticisms had nothing to do with that. Right. But then also, you know, that's why I'm saying it's like very layered because then also I, I don't know what like was Alyssa Milano part of this. She has not said anything because she wasn't in the video. The video was just Holly Marie Combs and Rose McGowan. Okay. So... 
you know, you also kind of open it up to like, oh, the older people, especially that are not like A-listers or, right. you know, they're not relevant right now. Because right, right, Rose right. McGowan, lover her or hater, and, and Rose McGowan now is known because of Harvey, the, correct, Harvey Weinstein. Correct, her activism. Like, pe- people now forget, you know, her filmography or, right. you know, um, history on TV. And... Um, and especially Charmed. I feel that when people still talk about Charmed, they think about Shannon Doherty. Yeah, the original. The original three. Yeah. But regardless. So I could see how it kind of opens the door to, um, you know, oh, the older, not as relevant stars right now shitting on the new stars. Right, right. So th- there's a lot of layers there. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I'm hearing about it for the first time from what you know, from what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I... I think that it reboots is one of those things that, like, look, I was ecstatic over the reboot of Full House, of course, because right. it's one of my favorite shows. They're rebooting Who's a Boss. So right. I, I'm not going to sit here and say... But those are instances where the originals are coming back. So it's a little different. Right. I'm not going to hear and, and shit on the fact that they're doing a reboot because right. I've been really excited when they've done reboots that I've liked. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the reboot is going to be good. The reboot could be shit. Right, right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I feel that Charmed... And correct me if I'm wrong, because this is more in your territory, yeah. like that comic book sci-fi. The genre area. Genre. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those things that like the stakes are very there's high. A, there's a rabid fan base. There yes. is very high. Yeah. You get that wrong and it's like yeah. freaking you're going down. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, they it's basically, you know, in, in the truest sense of the word, it's, you know, it's a reboot. Like they're not the Hollowell sisters. They're not the same characters. It's just, you know, it's three sisters who are who are witches. And so it's, you know, a different set of charmed ones, shall we say. The only thing I would say, simply because that's the way I approach everything, mm-hmm. is that as far as Rose McGowan and the other girl from the original mm-hmm. Holly cast, Marie Combs, if you don't have nothing nice to say, just don't say anything. That's right. kind of the, the angle I would have taken. But but on the on the flip side, you know, I this is one of those things where I, I feel like. It's people either interpreting or reading between lines or reading things into it. Because, you know, again, based on the article, the way that it started was somebody asked them, like, oh, how do you feel about your version being pulled from Netflix? And their response was essentially, like, it sucks. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so. And why was it it pulled? Contractual? It could have been contractual. I, I genuinely don't know. But, you know, that's just one of those things where, like, you know, if you're asking me, like, how do you feel about your show not being available? Oh, you know, it sucks. I guess I want you to find the new one and not us, you know, whatever. But I don't think that at any point they said anything about the actors for for this actor, you know, uh, Sarah Jeffrey, to come out and, you know, I, I always hate it when people start one of these you know statements with like you know i wasn't going to say anything but it's like okay no here you are saying it (laughs) right it's like if that was true you wouldn't continue with that sentence you know but what i really really found annoying to me is how she inserted women of color into the whole the whole thing right because it's not about that you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that it's, you know, the, these women are just like, you know, all oh, these damn Latinas, you know, it's it's not about that. And you're painting a narrative that was not there. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I certainly see that. Um, again, you know, it, it's, I, I, I'm of the opinion that just, especially if you're a public person, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all, especially in this day and age that everybody mm-hmm. takes it out of context. Everybody runs with something. Everybody says that. Hey, look, you are now the victim of that. That's true. I'm a ficus. You're a ficus. You were accused <laughs> I was, of yeah. doing and being something that you're not. Yeah. You know, of being a plant. Yeah. <laughs> and all I did was show up and ask a question. That's I, all you did. I didn't even have an opinion. Right. <laughs> and even after you told people <laughs> that you yeah. wrote the question and the, the whole, and the whole story, thing, yeah. people, there were uh, selected yeah, people that still didn't believe you. Yeah. So, you know, that's... It, it, it's the public is it's a weird Ugh. construct <laughs> it's really just awful i don't know and and now with the twitter it's social like, media social media again we've said it it's it's one of the best and the worst things right because it's like you know we, we've been saying this for two years we need to put the shit on a t-shirt you know what that should that's gonna be our next t-shirt like on the front it could be like best thing about the internet everybody has a voice on the back worst thing about the internet everybody has a voice and put a picture of uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll workshop this, 
But I think I think that's. I was about to na- say somebody, but then that would be I would that be would doing... be, you would be doing what you just said not to do. <laughs> do, you know, do, do you know who I just thought about? I don't. Mario. That's all I'm gonna say. His name is Mario, and we'll move on. We'll move on. Okay, we'll move on, and I will ask you later because I have no idea who that is. <laughs> and I think Mario's favorite color is pink. But we'll move on. Oh my gosh! Which totally off topic. So I'm sure that as a kid and listeners out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When Mario 2 came out, you were like, what is this? It's so different. It's so different. It was a different game. Completely different game. Completely different game. Completely different game. Completely different game. And then Mario 3 was more like Mario 1. Yes. But Mario 2 was like... As a kid, you're like, but what is this? But then now you know why. (laughs) Because a completely different developer did Did Mario Mario 2. Like with completely different characters. Because what's um, Mario 2? What's the villain? Um, um, Bruiser? Bowser. 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 Um, it's not Koopa. It's not Koopa. It's Bowser. <laughs> it's like, who yeah. is this guy? Like, <laughs> he kind of looks like Koopa. Okay. So let, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. Who are you in Mario 2? I was the princess. I was always the princess. She could float. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. It's like, listen, keep your jokes about she being the float. princess. Keep them to yourself. Because she could float. She, she could, could float. float for a while. I know. If you got a good like a good thing going Fuck there. Mira. Luigi <laughs> used to jump really high. I like Luigi for that reason, too. He used to jump really high. And then Toad was really good at picking up stuff. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to carry shit. I don't even time. know what Mario was good at. I think Mario was fast. Whatever. Mario was just Mario. But pero esta mujer, the princess, she could fly. Essentially. The princess went from being a prisoner, Mario one, to taking action. She <laughs> like, listen. She she was um the original Mario World suffragette. Yes, she's like me too movement now. Exactly. Back in nineteen ninety, like, no whatever. No man is saving me. No, <laughs> I can pull out my own radish and float through the sky while I hold it over my head. Okay. <laughs> And I'm gonna throw my little potion and go through a door. Yes, she was Whatever. the Ar- she was the RBG of Mario Two. I was always the princess. Always <laughs> fuck that. And people are like, "Oh, yeah, you're the princess." I'm like, "Yeah, what? I floated. Do yeah. you float? Exactly. <laughs> and that's the only way that I can float." <laughs> well, in your case, yeah. <laughs> who was your favorite in Mario? Who was your favorite villain? Like of all, like of all, all of, them, of yeah. all of them, of all of them. I think just visually, I like. I don't remember any of the names, but I like the one that was like the little cloud guy who would That's throw. That's my the, favorite. Laquitu. Throw... Laquitu. Laquitu. Yes. Laquitu. <laughs> Laquitu is a World Four One. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. He would like. I, I, I didn't know he was a person like a little she. Oh, it's a she. Okay. Yes. Sorry. How presumptive of me. <laughs> Females can be villains too. <laughs> um, I, I love hating Laquitu. Yeah. It was just like, fuck you. Like. I love hating Lakitu. And um, so the Hammer Brothers, remember the Hammer Brothers? They were they were up there. I always used to call them the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because they, sung, they were turtles. And then you know who I always hated? Oh, Bullet Bill. Ba-boom. Oh, and yeah, then I, that one that one um, level where he was gigantic, like the whole screen. Oh, Bullet Bill. So annoying. Stupid Bullet so Bill. So annoying. And I think that... But that's also be- because, you know, you're not pro-gun. So <laughs> I guess it makes sense. <laughs> but, um, and of, the, of all of them, my favorite one is Mario 3. Mario 3 is fantastic. Mario th- I think I might still be playing Mario 3. Yeah, but just, Mario... <laughs> oh, yeah, that took a while. Mario 3 is when... <laughs> it, it did. It took a while. <laughs> because Mario 3 is when they had the, the P-Wings... Yes, and you had them. to go, and you had to go through the whole map, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you know what was amazing that then in Super Mario World with the Super Mario with the uh, Super Nintendo, we had Yoshi. Oh, I do love Yoshi. <laughs> Wasn't it sad when Yoshi would fall and die? <laughs> he would always be back though. He, he Yoshi was like the Shirley MacLaine of Mario. You know, always being reborn. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. What you know? What <laughs> I know, someone who's listening to this, I know who's named like my mother. Okay, okay. And as a comedian. <clears throat> and I know he's probably... From the thinking, Mount Geekmore podcast? And I know he's probably thinking, like, these guys, you know, what the hell with them? You know, the, the princess. It's like, you know what, whatever. You were the princess, too. You don't want to admit it, but whatever. Yeah. Deal with that. <laughs> and only on Pedro, let me tell you, we'll be talking about politics. Uh, politics. Politics and depression, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> politics, depression. And then what was your favorite Super Mario Brothers character yes. villain? Well, they really just... I mean, it, that's a research paper waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine doing, like, your dissertation or, like, your thesis on, like, the cast of villains of Super Mario. Well, you could Super probably Mario. do it on the sociopolitical, um, you know, s- setup of Super Mario Brothers. 
You think so? I'm sure. I'm sure that if you really tried hard enough, listen, there's college classes for everything now. Listen, I think one of the greatest, worst villains of all time are the Goombas. The Goombas don't do anything. Until they do. <laughs> oh my god. When were you killed by a Goomba? No, but and like, if you were no. killed by a Goomba, no, you, you know, deserve to lose your one up. No. You know when you would get killed by a Goomba? When you had the when you had just gotten the star. And the right? star ends. And the star ends and you're Yes, and you're like going really, really fast, and all of a sudden it just ends, and you're like, ah oh, fuck, and you hit the Goomba. Then you need to be a little bit more careful about your star power. It's true. That's why I, that I never happened to me. That's why I keep my star power, you know, behind a locked safe. <laughs> the other day, it's funny because so Tristan started playing Mario Brothers a, a few months back, and the original or all of them, the original. Okay, no, no, I don't know. And um, I have my, I still have my my original Nintendo with really? all my original games. Yep. This is I, the one he's playing in is one of those little mini ones. Oh, it's the new one that brings everything. Yeah, because you could connect it through HDMI. But I have my original Nintendo and it works perfectly fine. Um, so he started playing Mario Brothers, and I, I was setting him up, setting him up for the same failure and disappointment that I felt right. because, like me and like you and like everybody who played Mario Brothers, right. you know, it was like. Oh my God! World one four like ugh, well, that's like forever. World two yeah. two four. I'm I'm sorry. One two one, one two one whatever. Yeah, yeah. World huh, two one and then three one yeah. and then you finally yeah. get to the castle. You're like I beat it. I beat it. And then you know you, like, it, takes you, it takes you like a hundred times to finally yeah. you know <laughs> beat the first uh, um, boss. B- b- and then it's like the prince is in another castle and he was like, What do you mean the prince? <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, he's having the rage and disappointment I had at that Aww. age when I started playing Mario Brothers. It's nice to know that that is timeless. Yeah, that rage is. is timeless. But you know what? He kind of gave up on it for a while. <laughs> he's like, I'm not because having then, it. Because he's like, I have to. He, because then that's when I told him, I'm like, oh, there's eight worlds. He's like, there's eight worlds? So then he did the math in his head. He's like, that's 32 levels. <laughs> that's nothing by today's gaming standards. Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. It's funny because you would have thought that, like, from our generation, because our generation really got into Nintendo. Yeah, we were the we were we the really first video game Nintendo, generation, and I was obsessed with yeah. Nintendo, just like most kids yeah. our age. But you know, I had I, I had a PlayStation, I had a PS2. I stopped at PS3. I stopped after the Sega Genesis because to me, no, I had a Wii. To me, and I guess this is what makes me not a gamer. Right. <laughs> it makes me a casual gamer. Is that to me, I shouldn't have to think so much in order to beat a game. And as these games got more and more complicated, you have to dedicate so much time. You have to be so engaged into the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas to me, playing all these games like and Super Mario tiempo. Brothers, exactly. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers, Adventure Island, Contra, Contra. I mean, oh my God, let's just shoot everything in sight. You know. Oh like, my God, can we play that? Like and next time, we're just enraged. Yeah, we have it here. Perfect, <laughs> like, done. You know, Contra, just shoot. You know, in the game, in yeah. the game, just you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just shoot it till some just, door just go, opens. Yeah, yeah. Ninja Gaiden. Um, or Ninja Gaiden, I don't remember how to pronounce it. You know, Cuber, you know, all that Q-Bert, fun Kid stuff. Oh, Castlevania. All that fun stuff. Burger time. Yeah. Um, and, like, I remember that one of the first games that I got in the Super... Um, sorry, in the PlayStation, the original one was mm-hmm. Tomb Raider. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> this comes with a book for me to figure out, like, <laughs> how to get through this? Because Tomb Raider is one of those things that the premise seems very interesting, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It, and it seems like a regular RP. And you know, I'm like, I know, side scroller, no, 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 no. When in, in Mario, in, in Nintendo, when I go would get frustrated, I would go to Blockbuster Video, rent the Game Genie. <laughs> you remember the Game Genie? Of course, I remember the I Game cheat Genie. Cheat my way through <laughs> and call it a mother trucking day. And I just won the game, and that's it, <laughs> done. Where in this one, no, I have to go get a code, and I have to go here and go there, and then talk to people. I don't talk to anybody when I'm I playing know, a game. I know, and you have to talk to gamers. Gamers nowadays, talking to gamers online is like, uh, no, 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 uh, no. So anyway. You speak another language. This gaming has made me very thirsty. Very thirsty, and you know, it's, it's your birthday, so, you know, would you would you care to have the first drink? I want to... <laughs> you know, I'm going to give my last soda to my parents. Aww. <laughs> who gave me? Life? Who had, yes. Who, who gave you life? Yeah. That's another thing I got really emotional about. The giving of life? No, that I got really lucky. Like, you know, when you have good parents, 
you, you know how lucky you, you sometimes are? don't think about it. Yeah. You know how lucky you are to have good parents that my parents are so amazing and supportive and loving yeah. and like, you know, my parents really have been those type of people that they have been by me and my brother's side, thick and thin no matter what. Yeah. Like that and you think like, you know, you have no saying in who your parents are. That's true. Obviously. You just show up. You just show up. <laughs> and it's like shit. You know, like I think about that all the time. I'm like I really like lucked out in that sense because you know, you don't have good parents, you're fucked. <laughs> this is very true. Yeah, so very, you know very true. My soda goes to my parents. Oh, well, you know, I'm sure Roberto and Eddie, you know, will enjoy uh, una soda, pero no esta soda. I know, because my mom will start like, no, porque eso me da gas, entonces no puedo dormir. No, y si no. tiene cafeína, olvídate. Yeah, olvídate. Olvídate. <laughs> well, I'm going to give my soda. I don't think I've given a soda to, to this person before. Now you feel bad not giving it to your parents. <laughs> nah. Joaquin Gisela. Nah, you know what? I'll think about it for next for my birthday. Um, but I'm actually going to give it... So this week, I had a really big project at work, and so I was listening to music. But every time I would listen to just certain things, even if it's like new artists, I would be like, I would start singing along, and I would get distracted, and what have you. So for some reason, I was like, you know what I'm going to listen to? What? I'm going to listen to songs and music from Chattel. Oh, Coochie Coochie. Let me tell you something. She has like two albums that it's pretty much just her with the guitar. I had that shit on a loop. And it was perfect. It, like it, it focused me because it was. And, well, and she's then, a classically trained musician. Yeah. No, she's no, a that, very legitimate musician. That's the thing. Musician. It's like you know this, but you forget it. And then there's a one one of her albums, Bailando con Charo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like from 1981. And, and that one, as she sings, you know, more. Um, she has a very pleasant singing voice too. Does she have any um, <laughs> any albums or songs that were like nautical and like ship? You know, like from like from the love boat. Yeah, uh, not on Spotify. Oh, so in other words, you're giving your last soda to Maria de Rosario Mercedes Pilar Martinez <laughs> Molina Baeza, yes. also known as Charo, <laughs> or for uh, some uh, inexplicable reason, on the love boat was named April. <laughs> that was her name on the her name was April not Abril April it was April it was April I don't remember her last name so maybe it was April you know a Latino last no, maybe name maybe it was April Smith and you know <laughs> but yeah yeah I'm giving it to Chato Chato who we want on this show we do want her on this show we've reached out to her a couple times and she's we've commented on her page we've re shared her things and she's liked it and she's responded to us as comments and things like we're that getting there. so we're getting there we're, we're getting, getting there. There. there her for 2021 let's put it on the universe her okay chattel and uh gina torres chattel and gina torres done that's 21 that's gina 2021 torres. that's the goal all right i have my marching I, I, orders if if we get gina torres i'm really gonna have to like figure out figure how to out make how it I'm in person because i'm gonna be like gina torres there's so much i have to tell you I forget you've met her, right? I have met her. Yes, I met her years ago. We may just have to take her to dinner. But you met her before Suits. I met her because of Suits. Okay, how is it that you went to a Suits situation party and I didn't? You didn't take me because this was before you were even into Suits. I was into Suits from the pilot episode. Okay, this is before I knew you were into Suits. How can you have not know? You know everything about me. Yeah, but like you know, I know, you know but, even what I eat. But I feel like your Suits obsession, obsession, like to the level of like talking about it a lot, didn't happen until like season two. Well, yeah, as a show, right? So, the, right, right, right. so therefore, and this was, it. and this was when she was promoting season one for Latin America. Okay, so I would like to think that it was like even before it started, or right, or, or like right, like it had just launched in the U.S. and now it was going. Because I could honestly town. say yeah. that that show I liked it from the pilot episode. I was like, yeah. right, this is my favorite show. Yeah, I remember seeing it, and then afterwards, uh, yeah, it was her, it was her. Harvey. You gave me something, I'm sure. Yeah, it was her, Harvey, and um, the muchachita, the 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 redhead. Uh, Donna, uh, Sarah Rafferty. Yeah, not making not making Markle because no, I would have no Megan Markle. I would have remembered Megan Markle. I mean, from you know, hindsight. well, at that time you'd have been like, oh, you know, no, Megan but Megan hindsight, yeah. I would have I would have been it was Megan Markle, yeah. but no, it was them three. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, everybody. Well, that was episode one thirty one. My birthday episode. Oh, look at that. So again, everybody who and it's one me. of those numbers that's the same backwards and forwards. There we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody who wished me a happy birthday again, thank you so much. Um, it really brightened my day. And as always, uh, we hope you lif- listen, laughed, and learned. Uh, although this one was more conversational, more laughing. Yeah, but yeah, you we know mixed what? it up. 
And uh, remember to grab your croqueta, your pastelito, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us, everybody. That was episode 131. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. Yes. Take care, mi gente. Bye. Bye. Better Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Better Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.